This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome to The Witcher Lorecast, the show that explores the vast lore behind The Witcher games, show, and books. Witchers, welcome back to The Witcher Lorecast. This is your host, Tom. I'm uh, also known as Robots and Toasty, my co-host here, Toasty. I watched the last two episodes of Blood Origin just last night. Yep, that's it. End of the show. That's it. That's all. That's all we're gonna say about that. Toasty just doesn't have any words anymore. I mean, I mean, what do you think? Uh, I think that's what we're, this whole episode is going to be about is what, oh, we, okay. what we thought about it. Um, yeah. So welcome back. We're, we're talking about the final two episodes of Blood Origin. And uh, we, like last time, we're going to do our best to not just focus on the negatives, but to explain why the negatives are there. That's fair, right? To lament yeah. a little bit, explain, but also some positives. I still have some positives. We're going to try to be fair, but just so you guys are aware, it's not the best show ever made by a lot. So, so where we start, Toasty? Let's talk about episode three. Right, so I'm going to, I know, I know I, I divulged last week at every uh, thing that I hated. So I'm going to try to keep it more streamlined this time. We'll see how that goes. Uh, uh, But anyways, for episode three, uh, we start off with Isla running from the centipede and escaping with the rest of the seven through the portal Mm -hmm. Um, and or not the seven. I guess they were the six at the time uh, and consequently meeting up with Meldoff, making them the seven uh, who helps them hide from Balor's beast, who is apparently flying around in the area. looking for food which you know i'm wondering one <laughs> what that thing eats to how does it eat because its mouth is like mouth. mostly close it's like just what not even teeth it's just like face like, stretched like, whatever like like the mouth is like stitched shut in it's like weird. freaky like horror stuff is like, like yeah i don't know it's weird um, looking you know, but uh, so they they run, they hide in, in Meldolf's like cave hideout, um, and then they uh, basically debrief her into the plan um, because why not trust some rando person you just met in the woods and tell them that you want to take down the empire? Sure. Well, I mean, to uh, let's let's play both sides of this. She was friendly enough to help them not get eaten by the beast and to give them a place to to stay. So and some food so some trust was earned there she also completely explained to them that she was crazy and why her hammer was named what it was and why she kisses it and we get that afterwards right so um so yeah basically they plan uh on how to assault the castle um and what kind of issues they'll run into um and they kind of and the 
you know, the big question is how we're going to deal with Balor's beast. He's just a little too scary. Mm -hmm. Um, And they come up with the idea of uh, integrating the DNA of a monster into a person. Um, Like a witcher. Like a witcher. Yeah. All right. Um, I'm on board with that part. Yeah. uh, So far. Okay. Uh, Zakare seems to be bothered. Uh, she's like the blonde mage. Mm-hmm. Um, they, her and Sindral, uh, kind of have a talk outside in the woods about, um, their mom and then some, it might've been their mom. I, it sounds I like couldn't... the woman who raised them sort of thing because they're not biological yeah. twins. They're like celestial twins or whatever. Right. Yeah. So, um, but it seems like they were both raised by the same woman and they had to do something terrible to kill her accidentally. And then there's all the regret. They, they like that. tried to like bring her back and it didn't work. She turned she into like a zombie some, like, or something. Or right. Zombie or something. Um, it's, it's just kind of like off the wall, like character exposition um, as they try yeah. to give character to these characters that they have not yet characterized. Who knows? Um, Who knows? They, uh, you know, they kind of obviously Syndra gets her kind of back on board with things. Uh, so they go back and they have a talk about, you know, who's going to do it. Uh, it's decided that Isla will be the one to become the first witcher. Mm-hmm. Um, right. And they throw a, a wake party for her because she's going to die essentially. Right. Um, and, and there's all this food all of a sudden she's like, dwarf girls like yeah i got a lot of food you know this is where i live you, they were all mushrooms i don't know if you noticed that it, <laughs> it actually was just all that didn't throw me off because i thought it was actual food uh-huh. but it was literally just mushrooms yeah and that yeah. was it and i'm yeah. like okay, I mean, this isn't a big complaint this is just one of those like they definitely shined a, a, a light a, hung a lantern on it like where did all this food come from she answers the question well you know i got it so what i store up it's cool he's like yeah just because i live in a cave doesn't mean i don't live right. nice and it's like all right, whatever. I cool. mean, they're still mushrooms. It's sure. still all mushrooms. All right. Fine. Um, and uh, during this party, we get like a, a nice conversation between uh, Meldoff and Brother Death. Meldoff, you know, mm-hmm. gives us our, our like, you know, what happened to her and the, the the woman she was in love with and why her na- hammer is named Gwyn is because she uh, had everybody down and all. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's yeah. All, this is just basically like exposition of you know her character mm-hmm. um and then brother death tries to reciprocate and she falls asleep on him which is like okay dick move yeah uh, it, was, it was a slightly humorous moment it was fine yeah um, um eh, all right then uh isla starts to sing a song about uh, like meeting a lover in a next life um and fjall falls in love with her yeah so this is the beginning of the oh the, i this is where this is going isn't it moment yeah. right the whole yeah. like now we have a song in a in a touching moment between them because of the song or with the song as well right and then that's going to come back later like the hulk and black widow or something like yeah all right cool but uh yeah so he falls in love with her then like they're outside um talking they're obviously both very uh intoxicated um and they're kind of having that like you know like if you were born you know into the life you were and you were born like as a Mm -hmm. as a farmer 
where you think you'd be at now or something like those hypothetical questions, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, uh, and then, uh, they make out under dramatic lightning. Right. 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 I was not even, it wasn't even raining. It was just, and that was a long, like (laughs) everything for, okay. So for a show that seems to be moving at light speed and just jumping from one thing to the next, this episode dragged so much. It felt mm-hmm. so slow because what I think what it was trying to do is make up for these touching moments that it didn't foreshadow in the previous two episodes. Yeah. Like we get these characters who just show up in the first two episodes and we don't know a whole lot about them. And so by this episode, they're like, oh, well, I guess we got to tell the audience about stuff or build a romantic you know, situation. And so episode three becomes some emotional something right episode three becomes okay let's fill in the gaps for all the things we didn't explain in the first two episodes and it just drags on and yeah yeah so um so then cut the morning um i i don't know if it's supposed to be like it to me it was implied that they slept together but i guess they didn't yeah, um, I don't think. I, yeah, I, I, you had mentioned this on the previous episode about like that happens twice in this episode, and I was like, and so this moment, I was like, oh, this is the first time it happens. Just, yeah, I and then that part, and I was she like, wakes okay, up and he's gone. Out. Yeah, I yeah. think it was just kind of a, they had a touching moment, and they fell asleep, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, but she wakes up in the morning, uh, hears Fial screams um, because he went behind her back. Uh, to undertake the trial of the grasses instead of her yeah the fact that Um, it's even called the trial of the grasses already is a little weird yeah like where the grass at just wondering right yes they they went and they got they got some herbs yeah i'm gonna go get the herbs as she says um yeah they yes i get that that the stuff is mixed in it has it has herbs in it so maybe they named it that but the fact that like oh this is just the name and everybody knows that this is the name of a thing we just invented right now it's a little bit weird yeah um but outside the cave while this is happening meldoff is basically telling uh brother death about how you know just like how elves defile everything um and that you know she's so empty inside and so she wants to go on this mission because she's hoping she'll die um right one last one last hurrah yeah might as well Um, help you guys out in this moment um there she does tell us that the dwarves built the monolith. This is where it was. Co- I was like trying to remember where I remember hearing it from, but yeah, they built the monoliths. Uh, uh, and she calls them specifically cock towers because they were, uh, <laughs> yes. Yes. they built them to like help make the land fertile. Right. Um, and so somehow that technology has been manipulated into opening portals to other worlds. Don't ask me how, whatever. Um, right. and, but, and another, another funny thing here. The reason we're trying to open the portals to other worlds is to get more food and they have towers that help make the land more fertile. Guess they shouldn't mess with the towers. Maybe they should have just let the towers make the land more fertile. I guess so. Yeah. But you know, whatever. Uh, meanwhile, uh, in Zentria, uh, Avalok, uh, steals the book from Balor, uh, and then is almost killed by Balor whenever, uh, he realizes that the book was stolen. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, he's like, stops his, um, intent to kill Avalok when, uh, Aridin shows up holding a knife to like his apprentice's throat. Uh, so he, he stops, um, and he is arrested, 
but then Avalok tries to open a portal using the book um, and he can't do it. So they realize that they're going to have to like cut a deal with Balor in order to try and get him to open the portals because he seems to be the only person that can um, other than like Sindral, but he's not here right now. Uh, so <laughs> um, <Yeah>. then uh, <laughs> Skian, who um, was pissed the night before because apparently there's no secret way into the castle. If you all just right. lied about that. Okay. Time. So that, that whole thing was just like, what, wait, what, why would you, li- why would you lie about that? He just like cr- recruited all these people for a suicide mission, basically. Um, just, uh, yeah. Okay. Go yeah. On. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but so she uh, goes to Zentria um, and brokers a deal with, uh Merwin um to like turn it to bring Fjallin alive um and kill the others um for like a monetary reward plus the return of her like her her the ghost clan's like sacred sword essentially sure right. um and okay. then Merwin like after that she leaves Merwin uh, goes to Balor to try and cut a deal to get his help. Mm-hmm. Um, and they come to an agreement. Uh, then we come back to the cave um, where Fjall is kind of freaking out because, you know, he's a witcher now. Um, and his, so he's probably like his senses are kind of crazy and he's uh, he like he can smell died your and blood. the process was really painful. Right. He could, um, I can smell your blood. I'm so yeah. angry. Yeah. Um, uh, and, and then they bang. Yeah, and then like it's really that's really all that's, that like there's like it. there's a couple words. It's a, like, oh, I feel so bad for you. You're so messed up, even though you betrayed me and did it anyway. Even though I was going to be the one who did it, but yeah, I feel so bad for she you. Wasn't like like I'd be pissed. She was a little pissed, and then it was like, oh no, no, I'm just more worried about him because she loves him or something. Oh yeah. By and the then, way, during the trial of the grasses, there was you know the dramatic moment where Fial like died, but he didn't die. It was right. just that that bait that they always do right. um right. yeah but uh then skiing returns um and they leave uh, on their way she like leads them into this dead-end canyon somewhere which is like obviously like a trap um and then a bunch of zentrian shoulder shoulders shoulders soldiers uh <laughs> there's, there's a lot of shoulders too they have For every big, soldier big they have armor on their shoulders yeah, but uh, a bunch of Zentrian soldiers show up, um, and uh, you know, there it is. There's the double cross. Um, except it's not. It's a double double cross because a bunch of mercs show up and they wipe out the Zentrian soldiers. And yeah, she arrows off the top. Yeah, she did this huge like plan without like telling anyone. Uh-huh. Um, so this and- is one of my biggest issues here. Is the whole double double cross thing? because it only makes sense to like wind up the audience and get us like, Oh no. Oh yay. Right. Like if she really was going to do this, she would have told them, (laughs) right? Like why not equip them with the knowledge and make them realize that it's going to look like they're all coming after us, but then we're going to turn it around on them. Everybody's going to be fine. Just be ready for my mark. Right? Like there's no reason not to tell the party. It's not like she didn't trust them. And then secondly, the, um, the, I think the way this works is she got paid. She must have gotten paid money up front somehow. She did. She did in order say to go thousand in advance. Right. In order to pay. For the, she uses that for the mercs who then come help help her. When did she have time to do all of this? There's no. The timeline is like that day he turns. 
right? That morning he wake that night he turns into a witcher. That morning he wakes up. Then they leave, and she, like, she gets like she's only gone like that night in order to like the timeline makes no sense. Where did she go to get the mercs? Where did they even come look, from? Right, look, Fial and Lark were fucking for a long time. Apparently. I guess so. And <laughs> they she, they've been talking about the- trying to get mercs and traveling across the countryside and stuff. But they, there's no. This is the this is the the end of the Game of Thrones problem. Is the whole like there's no. It doesn't make sense that like one day they're here and then the next day they're like way across the continent over here. And the same thing happened at the end of the second season of The Witcher, where it's like they just they're in Century. Yennefer and Geralt are having that same conversation. And then all all of a sudden they disappear and they're like hundreds of miles away in Kaer Morin like two hours later. It doesn't make any sense that like and, and I and I get that. Some people would be like, well, it doesn't have to make not everybody understands the geography, so it doesn't really have to make sense. But on a very like, like intuitive level, it still just doesn't feel right. The Like Mm -hmm. she left. She went to the plate to the to the town. She she was approached by a group of soldiers on horseback before she even got to the gates. When does that ever happen? That's no. The gates would be closed. She'd have to go to the gates and they just say, what do you want? Are you welcome in our city or not? Right? Like, why mm-hmm. was she approaching her? That doesn't make any sense. The fact that the city, the, like the city, doesn't even look like a real location. In every single walled city in all of existence, there's been the city walls, and then there's more settlement or farmland outside the city walls. Right? The mm-hmm. fact that it's just barren up to the city walls doesn't make any sense. There's just so much about this stuff that just doesn't like. When you think about it, you realize what it is, but it just feels. Well, I mean, you're dumb. starting to see why they're the. I guess why the elves uh, are running out of resources because they're not making proper they're not use f- of their <laughs> farming land space. The land around All the, city. the farmers could be out there right. planting the fields. Every and using walled them city. Crops. Every walled city. The poor people who can't get in the city build hovels up against the walls of the city. And the rest of the land around the city is tilled for, and if it's not for farm, if it's not for plants, then it's at least it's like cattle and st- like there's stuff out there right like it doesn't make any there's no farmland inside the city i believe, I the believe city. even in um in like the actual like the main like netflix series i believe that it shows Sintra having like because they have like the wall like the, mm-hmm. the like the inner part of the city the wall and then like the second part of this like the burnt out like part of the city or whatever yeah like they show it every on every aerial shot and then just here is just elves just oh with, to be fair we do know from like episode two of season one the elves don't know how to farm i guess they just don't know how to farm because phil evangel they're oh, like man. You know, i guess we don't know it from the show we know it from the books that the elves don't know how to farm uh and need help learning how to farm even though they so, are more at one with nature than most of the other species out there yeah um <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. all right they, so that's uh, that's the episode three right well that's basically uh, so it. they they use the armor of the soldiers that they killed mm-hmm. um to uh get up to uh like basically get inside the city um and like fial starts to kind of lose it uh because this brand new prototype witcher has like major anger issues um Mm -hmm. but it's all right though don't worry isla can sing him down right and that's what really matters hey there Um, it's getting late i I said i was gonna try but you started going off on it so now i gotta talk about it (laughs) the logistics here 
about like them walking up to the city um like like one one like all of them just have like their like some of their most defining features right. just out on front display center right isla's standing right next to fjall right which makes no sense and, like, don't her, put her in the front her helmet doesn't cover her face really at right. all or her so hair she's which very is very notable obviously notable right two there's a dwarf why the fuck would they have dwarf armor right like they don't how have like in armor that fits and how's no one being like why is there a dwarf among their ranks right. because like there wouldn't be they were all elves so but like she's just there and it's obviously no problem i guess yeah yeah like the, this whole scene is just not set up right you would have put fial in chains but then you would have put anybody else who was recognizable in chains as well and said look i caught all of them for you here's you know we agreed you know to, or, to deliver them or if you want to keep the ruse of like having them like so that they don't have to like go to the palace too or whatever like you know have them cover themselves better and then put them like in the back Right. Or like right. in the middle so that like or, people don't like where they're everyone else is around them. Right. So that people don't see them. Or it's not completely unreasonable if you have 50 men that you wouldn't also have maybe horses and a cart with some supplies for those men as well to go out on their day journey in order to go hunt somebody down. So why not just hide them in a cart? Like you could have written that into it. There's lots of other ways to write this. And so it doesn't look stupid. But yeah, it absolutely looks super dumb because anybody with anybody <clears throat> with eyes, especially any of the other guards would be like, why is there a dwarf there? <laughs> we don't have yeah. dwarf guards. Immediately, no ever. <laughs> immediately, no, you're not coming in. There's something wrong. Hold on. Like, yeah. Anyway, all right. So that's that's episode three, and uh, uh, the the voice thing follows through, right? So episode four. Let's try to get through the uh, the details of episode four. Yeah. Uh. So uh, this one there's like this this one's obviously much more fast paced. Um. So well, we start with uh you know Merwin, Aridin, and Balor, um basically coming together at the monolith so that Balor can open a portal. Um. He and Aridin plus like a group of soldiers and, um, it, like Balor's apprentice all go through. Uh. And then. Uh, Balor has like a Thanos moment where he kills his apprentice because apparently she's um, the part of the him he loves the most. Yeah. Which is like, okay. Totally cool. didn't buy that. This we wouldn't didn't build that be as far fetched if you had maybe like shown us how much she cared about this person. Right. But you had her in like four scenes, three of which she just stood there right so <laughs> right yeah no at no point do we see a moment where like he's a terrible guy but like oh he goes out of his way because he really treats her nice and so clearly there's something going on there or like she's his adopted daughter and there's a really touching connection between them. nothing none of that yeah. yeah so um but anyways he kills her so that he can get access to the soul stuff i mean um chaos magic <laughs> uh there's this is Mar there's marvel all over this but like in the worst ways 
<laughs> yeah, yeah yeah um there's even like a weird orange tint to this world which is also the same for like <laughs> vermeer or whatever yeah yeah and um, i like i like most marvel movies they're just taking the the wrong lessons from them anyway go on yeah but uh so he gets the chaos magic um and then like tosses Aridin and his soldiers through like a portal i guess into another another world mm-hmm. uh, also and why not just blow them up you got chaos magic you could just burn them all down we saw you th- shooting flamethrowers like but no has to do the thing that makes them maybe still alive instead of just killing them right there yeah and the dramatic scene of the the like the knife like stopping an inch from his face and then them getting pulled back like the sword blade like is it really like oh nobody would just stand there come on yeah uh i don't know erden flick your fucking wrist you would have cut him (laughs) you would have stabbed him in the eye like just just like just a just little just a little further you got him uh you yeah. could have gotten it but you know it's dramatic so it's fine um anyways uh we get back to like the town um the party gets to well uh the skin and uh fial gets to the castle um and she brings him uh before merwin um and merwin doesn't honor the deal yeah Basically, um, right? oh by the way just a small note um avalok runs in right before fial shows up to tell her that um he uh figured out how to time travel with uh with right. central's notes um, i can't but, even open a portal but now i think we can time travel it's cool i got this yeah cool story bud um it doesn't matter because fial comes in and anything avalok says is automatically null and void yeah um but cool uh so yeah she doesn't honor the deal the mercs like take the square and incite rebellion by you know cool rousing speech which granted she gives a very like a rousing speech uh and is like you know here i give this food back to you then there's no food Mm -hmm. which Which, generally you would normally then lose the crowd if you give big rousing thing and then just dud right there the crowds usually like you've lost them they don't follow right and she and she looks at it and she's like shit <laughs> and then she turns around and i think this is a moment to her credit now i i don't know that they sold us on it but she's like see look what they've done they're leaving nothing for you the only food basically is in the palace right so like let's do our thing and they're like yeah like there's the yeah. lady in the front who's like yeah, yeah. Which, <laughs> which by the way i would just say this scene would be way more impactful if like they had done more besides just tell us that she was the lark and therefore uh the voice of the people mm-hmm. because they just tell us that at the beginning and so it's like oh okay so she's like she's obviously very important to the people but they right. don't really show us except for like one moment earlier on with like a family who was like oh you're the lark but then they try to like you know get the lark out of her and she's just like fuck off um so like, right. like okay um right so you know it but it's whatever if the crowd riots they sing her song um every like like the rebellion has begun mm-hmm. uh merwin uh gives this big speech to fial about how like she didn't want to be a footnote in someone else's history and fial's like cool story bro i don't care because you murdered my family and now i'm going to kill you (laughs) like like Uh like, it's like also like 
do you really think he, like yeah you murdered his family or like incited the murder of his family he doesn't care about how you're like oh i just didn't want to get overlooked <laughs> like yeah, that's yeah. not a good enough reason yeah. to murder yeah. someone's entire and, family and we've already been told in his conversations with uh uh what's her face the girl that he falls in love with that he doesn't care about her anymore yeah um and that he's like he's like, like yeah no good on him he's like least. that wasn't real that that wasn't real is basically what he says right so all right yeah yeah so I like just, this happens exactly like you're like yeah no this is exactly what happened um, um he has the weird um like horror movie like head twitchy thing as mm-hmm. he like rages um right we'll talk about that after mm-hmm. <laughs> but um mm-hmm. Yeah, Skian escapes her guards um, and kills them, takes back her sword, lets everyone else into the castle. Uh, the mages peel off to go destroy the monolith. Fial is fighting the giant monster. Uh, Isla goes to find the Empress um, to basically tell her she ain't shit and then like stab her with a knife. Um, very anticlimactic whatever yeah. she turns uh, her own knife them, on her and you're like yeah that's all that coming. yeah all right. the rest of them fight soldiers uh in this the in the hallway um cool uh yeah uh dwarf little dwarf girl gets shot with an arrow in the shoulder pulls the arrow back out and shoots it back and then nothing's ever talked about that wound ever again it's like yeah she's that wound didn't happen it's, it's fine it's totally she's totally tough cool. um I would also just like to make a statement that like they they just like they post tweets like talking about how cool this fight scene in the hallway is. It's all right. It's fine. Like yeah, like fine. Like it's it's like Geralt and Blaviken, but like much worse. Because like at least in Geralt, like at least the camera moved. Like it's like like you could say that it was like a cool camera angle, but like it was just a straight line down the hallway. Like Geralt's at least had like where it like, you know, turned from them to them. And then they just like one take an actual like difficult one take down this alleyway. But here it's just like, we'll just follow her down the hallway. Yeah. And she just like yeah. one cuts everybody like, okay. Cool. I mean, the fighting looks cool. Like this is to be on the positive sides. At least the fighting <clears throat> looks cool yeah i guess it's more realistic in the sense because like it she like it doesn't take more than one blow generally to kill yeah um people right a sword hitting you in most places is pretty damaging (laughs) yeah Yeah. but uh so then um uh the mages get to the monolith um encounter balor um and he's just like how about you burn it just like starts flamethrowing and they're Mm -hmm. like how how the hell did that happen what they're how, like how oh can you, you can this? feel the chaos in the air okay yeah that's what happened cool put it apparently together. y'all know about chaos too even though y'all well, they didn't felt it talk when to they, the weird spirit when they travel they, it was like we, the, the feeling we got when we teleported to the other place feels like that mm. that must be what it is okay. right fair yeah. enough um y'all and <laughs> Hi, uh, we're just gonna we're just gonna glaze past this for now. Um, Fial hulks out, yep, um, and takes a giant, um, which by the way, it's a stone, sta- like a marble statue, big marble statue mm-hmm. with 
an actual sword? Like an actual giant sword? Actual or just a big stone giant sword? sword? I don't know it's if not, it was metal or not. It's an actual sword. Was it it's metal? It's made out of steel. Okay. Somebody blacksmithed this thing. Whatever. Um, and he just like hurls it um, <laughs> at the at beast. The beast. Yeah. And it's somehow. Um, okay. So let's talk about the beast real quick. Somehow dodges all the laser beams. But he's got like Witcher power, so he's faster. So okay, fine. he dodges all the blazing beams while standing still. What did you notice? The tendrils on the beast's head are the same as the three prong symbol of the empire. That that shape is the tendrils on the head that shoot the laser beams. On the beast, which which is like if you go, oh cool, there's a reference there, but the reference doesn't make it. Why would they make the sign for the empire, the symbol for the empire, the tendrils on the beast's head? They wouldn't. That doesn't like it makes sense that it's three pronged because they brought together three different kingdoms. I get that, but those like go look at the beast again. The, the shape of the tendrils with a little funny thing at the end is the same shape as those little forked little things. <clears throat> All right. Um, yeah. What? Yeah. Also, he like hurls the sword like uh-huh. a million miles at the beast, and the beast also just like Takes just like in flies face. into it. Right. It's just, just right like it's just like oh yeah, I'm gonna take this. Yeah. Um, Mike kills it. Yeah. Whatever. Um. Uh. And then like everyone comes out and is like looking at him. Um. And he like. Oh. Oh. Sorry. Sorry. Right before this, um, the Empress gets to her throne and then like pulls the knife out because when Isla like stabbed her with the knife, it was like, if she left it in, she could get treated, but if she pulled it out, she could die. Um, and so she like goes all the way over to like her throne, which by the way, she probably couldn't seek treatment. Um, her castle's under siege where the doctor's probably gone, but you know, ignore that mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. she makes it to her chair um the rando merc dude walks in um and is like oh yeah the people aren't gonna be happy with you and then the people come in and she's just kind of like remember me and pulls the knife out and dies um yeah whatever yeah. um yeah it's, it's another one of those like why why yeah why? um but they like yeah so they they're all they all kind of come together see the thing random mark dude walks in making a joke about the beast asshole um and then uh <laughs> right fial just like rips him in half um he doesn't exist anymore like he doesn't even have parts he's just paste uh, apparently um and then like he like kills brother death and then isla starts singing and he snaps out of it enough to tell her like oh you're gonna have to kill me um and then she just like stabs him in the heart and kills him and he just dies immediately Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. you know never mind the fact that his like physiology has been permanently changed by like the mutagens and stuff that he has adjusted and like we literally see Geralt uh get his carotid artery ripped out by someone's teeth and still survives but a stab (laughs) to the heart that'll do it that'll do it that'll do it that's it that's all it takes but anyways that's uh, his glowy weak point because he's a video game character yeah he he dead um and everyone's sad uh zakari like links syndrome and balor to the monolith and like syndrome like puts some energy into it and it explodes um and starts the conjunction of the spheres um and now there's humans and then yeah humans we, show up and we see like the whole seaside thing where like a boat that crashed and humans are all over the place 
I mean, it, like, at least they did the first landing, I guess, like, where humans did show up on boats, so that's uh, cool. Yeah, uh, um, also, the humans spoke a different language, which I was so, uh, like, as soon as they started looking at each other, I was like, they're going to talk and say the same, they're going to understand each other's language, aren't they? And they didn't, which is at least something to their credit on that. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Although, like, the humans, I think, would be speaking how everyone else in this the, the series has been speaking, and the elves would be speaking in, like, elder speech. But, you know, I guess... I we've, guess we've been, been in elder, elder speech, speech the whole time. And the human right. just showed up and started speaking, like, common or something. Right, right. Whatever. Um, then we see a little, like, collection of parts of, like, Fjall's funeral, Sendril's funeral. Oh, uh, Brother Death isn't dead, apparently. Um, his eyes just messed up. Although, like, I'm pretty sure whenever it showed him, like, a chunk of his head was missing. But whatever. Um Magic. They um, healed him with Aridin's magic. boyfriend, because apparently they decided that he was important enough to come back, even though we saw him one time, is like, I, I assume mourning Aridin on a rock. He's just on a beach somewhere, and there's yeah. a rock, and then it cuts to Aridin. So you're, I guess you're to assume that he's mourning, you know, his lost boyfriend. Right. Um, right. You know, fine. Um, Aridin finds like a creature's skull in like some dirt, and now he he puts it on because naturally you would put it on, and naturally it fits as a perfect helmet. It's a helmet. It just fits right <laughs> on his head. Yeah, um, because from that moment on, he decided I will be the wild hunt. <laughs> yeah, and, and just was like, um, what? Yeah, I, I don't know. Um, so yeah, he's the you know he's the head of the wild hunt. Now. We knew that that was gonna happen. Whatever. Right. Um, and then uh, Skian is over there doing like sword stances around like with a bunch of like cairns around her, which I'm assuming are like because cairns are like normally like markers for like graves. So it's Burial like mounds. I guess that's all of her people. Right. And she's like kind of honoring her tribe or whatever. That part was uh, that part was cool. I was like, I, yeah, I that was part like, was cool. I like cool. that. Yeah. Um uh then uh we cut to the, the town that we started in um and isla is there with meldoff um and ethylene um and she's fucking pregnant of course of course she is of course she is yes we like we needed to have the like it couldn't just be elder blood comes from elves from a, a line of them from a long time ago <laughs> it had to be the witcher the the made-up new witcher planted this seed and now is going to be a child that has elder blood right like we had to have that happen yeah and so yeah and then ethelene has a prophecy but basically tells us that like isla is going to give birth to laura thorin um all right um and then it cuts back to Gaskier, who seems to be really confused about the way the story ended mm -hmm. and you know what it's fine bud we all were <laughs> yeah that's yeah. it that's the end yeah yeah and then all of a sudden he's like teleported back to his, the the battle but the battle's over and the elves come and tap him on the shoulder and like come on buddy let's go <laughs> and that was it um all right well I'll tell you what you guys process some of that we'll be right back because we got to thank our patrons and then we'll explain a little bit more of our thoughts so don't go anywhere very well let us get this over with. Something has infested my vineyard. Mm-hmm. Great. Let me go prepare my something oil then. All right. Here we are in the middle of the show. We've got a brand new patron. We have, Toasty, we have a new uh, tier uh, for Leshen joining us. 
Sarah Beth M, welcome to the Patreon. You're welcome to join us at the end of the month, which, uh, let's see, what's, what's the end of the month going to be? The 30th, Monday, the night of the 30th, uh, 9 p.m. Eastern, in order to join us for the, uh, the chat this month. So that's awesome. Thanks for joining us on there. And thank you to all 16 of our current patrons, including our higher vampires, Jared M and Ben of Tamaria. Thank you too much. Thank you too much. Thank you, thank you so, too much. Thank you too much. You guys are too supportive. You need to chill out. Stop it. Um, and uh, but thank you to everybody who supports us on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Witcher Lorecast if you want to help us out, get t-shirts, ad free episodes, join us on future episodes, things like that. And um, we don't have any new reviews this week, but if you'd like to leave a five star rating and a review on Apple Podcasts, we'll read it out on a future episode of the show or just rate us on other shows or tell your friends or whatever. Any of that stuff is extremely helpful. Um, but that's that's all we got for this week. Let's get back to the rest of the show. You smell of death and destiny, heroics and heartbreak. It's onion. Right, yeah. All right. So we're going to wrap this up, but let's start with what do you, you want to talk about the lore? What yeah, does so, and doesn't fit in the lore? Because yeah, so like if you thought the last stuff didn't really fit in the lore very well, like the first two episodes, this just this just took it and broke it. This broke like everything here was just wrong. Like <laughs> right. I like I right. don't I'm trying to like be as like I, I like I'm not trying to just like you know shit on this but obviously like like this is like there's so many things here i don't even know like one we'll just start with this we'll just start with they made a witcher witchers don't come around until after the conjunction of the spheres yeah yeah that's like that we didn't need a witcher before the conjunction of the spheres so they did it because that seemed like i mean they're pandering to the audience right we need a witcher in the show for it to be the witcher show so they add that um, in, right yeah yeah um i mean well like obviously all the characters whose names we know from this um like there's that obviously like not none of them really fit into this or whatever Aridin's not even Aridin and avalar aren't even supposed to be here i mentioned that last time 1200 um, years in the past they're <clears throat> not supposed to be alive yet yeah um apparently that witcher that they made wasn't sterile like they're supposed to be mm -hmm. because he knocked her up uh yep so so was it really a witcher it was like a it was it was a bad first draft um i guess so yeah um yeah but uh yeah so you know all of that uh the conjunction with like the monoliths and everything like the monolith destroying the monolith cause the conjunction yeah also also not good um, um which which is like the thing is about that right the thing is about that and this is something that like i didn't even like like we didn't even talk about because like i forgot that this was like a thing they kept showing which was like it ended up being completely insignificant it, it wasn't like they didn't do anything with it at all but like they constantly showed merwin looking up at the sky at like these two comets or something right that were in the sky and like i thought 
back back whenever I was still watching like episode one and thinking that hey maybe this show will actually be good. Um, I was looking at it and I was like, like we know the like I was assuming that the conjunction was going to happen by the end of this. Right. I didn't know by what yes. means, but I was like, you know, we know it's going to happen. It makes sense for them to show it here because this is before it. But obviously, like, um, and I thought, I thought that they were like being kind of like a little bit like clever with it, and like those like comments mm-hmm. were the other spheres right. coming to collide with theirs. Yes, absolutely. I had spheres, the same thought. You're assuming spheres globes like each each one is a world a round right. world that are like colliding and it's like it's still mystical but it's kind of like a physical manifestation because we know that they physically collide with each other and these things happen and i thought that was going to happen no they were just <laughs> fucking comets um, <laughs> right they were just they comets. were insignificant they didn't matter at all right. um right so but you know so they decided that the 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 monolith breaking was what did it um sure um the stuff with the chaos magic not how that works either but cool right the Um, the conjunction is supposed to have brought all magic to the continent not just chaos magic also should have brought elves to the continent but the elves are already there also, the men show up later, not right after well, the, the conjunction. Well, the elves do show up before the conjunction. They show up before. Yeah, but... they show up before. Well, it's weird. No, they don't. It's like a weird thing. Yeah. Yeah, they, the conjunction, then elves, then humans. After. Then humans it's later. It's like a weird thing. It's, yeah, it's like, it's like the conjunction the conjun- and the elves and the monsters. Boom. They all kind of happen at the no, same time. Wait, they don't. Don't they? I think the elves show up before the conjunction. It's weird. It's like it's because you look back at the. I believe the elves come because the elves knew how to do it from their other world. They hopped off their world before, but it was before the conjunction because they didn't have monsters yet when okay. the elves settled. Okay. So in. that part is actually right then. Yeah, but like there was the split of the elves and like yeah. So, but um, and I think we we're supposed to get more elves with the conjunction because you know obviously hopping worlds, uh. But, you know, we obviously know that like the A and L are not supposed to be there, but there was a couple there that I could I could point out. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, they were they were there before because they knew how to do because they I don't know how they did it from their original world. They don't talk about the original world. Right. But right. we do know they figured it out. Obviously, the A and L figured it out because of unicorns. But they use unicorns right. to like do stuff. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah. But uh yeah, conjunction happens. The humans are supposed to show up later on the first landing or whatever. Apparently, they just show up right away. There's not a period of time where they don't show up, but mm-hmm. that's fine. It's fine. Whatever. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think what else, lore-wise, specifically. Um, I think I think those are like the big hitters. I think those are the big like discrepancies with the lore. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's. It's, I don't know, it's, it's one of those things where it's just like, if you were going to go do this, why write it this way? And it's because, I don't know, it's, it's one of those like, well, we just thought this would be better, right? But it's mm-hmm. just, it's just not. Well, here, let's talk about some pros. What things, what things were actually good? Um, I thought like, I mean, like, I like, can't knock on it and like, granted, her other songs weren't as like impressive i don't like her her, like bigger ones or whatever like they were good the songs were good but like this one like it i felt like you actually like the the actress can actually sing yeah 
But I mean, this song about the like the 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 pa- the lovers passing on and meeting each other in the next life, like like her vocals on it were incredibly good. Like that song, I I like thoroughly enjoyed the song. Um, mm-hmm. I enjoyed it a lot more whenever I wasn't looking at the screen and watching Fial fall in love with her. Um, but <laughs> right. like just hearing right. the song, right? It's just the music song. itself. I think in general, the music across the series is actually very good. Like, yeah, but there, I don't have any complaints about any of the music, uh, the use of it in the plot, a little funny, but the actual songs themselves and even just the soundtrack, like some of the some of the sweeping vistas with the music, <clears throat> like that stuff fine like that. Nothing wrong with any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so what else do you like? Um, it like it was still like, obviously, all of the character development i'm using quotations for those of you that Mm -hmm. uh are just listening to the audio only um like it was all rushed because it was it was just exposition it wasn't them like actually like really revealing it was them telling people because like they needed to have some character development before this series was over. That was essentially like the reasoning. And you could right. feel it in them because like Meldoff has just met these people. Like it, normally telling this kinds of stuff these with kinds how of like stories bad take- the stuff that she said yeah. normally, right. you it takes a while to warm up to people enough to like reveal this kind of stuff. Right. Um, except for like people online who just like trauma dump uh, <laughs> stuff like sure. that. But even that's anonymous. Uh, but, so. But like, so that was, that part was awkward, but like the, the stuff that she told us, like the stuff about like the woman she was in love with Mm -hmm. and whatnot, that was actually like, like heartfelt. Like I, I have felt had like a little bit of like an emotional attachment to that. I think her acting is great. I I think her delivery is like, you you talked about in the last episode, how she's like a little bit too crazy for what happened to her. Well, see, that's the thing is that they dropped that she's not crazy at all in these episodes right she's a little wacky but like she was like she was like off the walls crazy in the last like in episode two in this she's normal except for like being like a little weird right it's like she's vengeful and she does terrible things she's heartbroken (laughs) yeah but uh, like uh, and this goes back to what i was talking about last time like the acting sells me on the character Mm mm-hmm but the way the story's written makes me go, really? Yeah, it's good. <laughs> yeah. It's like, but yeah, the the consistency there was was completely off because, like, if anything, like, if you're that crazy while you have a purpose, mm-hmm. like, you once your pur- once the thing that you have achieved, because she says that she killed all the people that wronged the you know the one that killed uh, her girlfriend, right. um, she got her revenge. So once you lose the the purpose or like the drive that much, like that much, like mental trauma and issues that have caused you to be like writing on the walls and blood crazy <laughs> mm-hmm. should tilt you over the edge into like total, like, like the total psychotic break. You, you normally gets worse when you don't have something to attach to. Right. So, yeah. um, because at this point, the only attachment she, well, she doesn't have an attachment. She just wants to die, right. which by the end of the, the fourth episode, by the way, she's just fine living. She's at the end. Right. She's at that town with Isla. She's apparently she has grown 
okay moved on. with she's moved keeping on. on right um right yeah okay well but let's like, let's move on her from stuff, her <laughs> i was attached to her stuff mm-hmm. um as far as everyone else's character like i would have been it's like but they they made a joke out of brother death stuff which honestly it started to be like it was like damn this dude's been through some shit yeah it was like yeah he's about to like like granted it's still telling us stuff but it was like you you're about to tell us like what the 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 crazy like this dude's like i've done really evil things in my life and he's about to tell us about it but then they just joke about it and like have her fall asleep and it's like yeah okay well like you you basically like disregarded this character like you just made him like unimportant with that action right there which is like yeah uh, it's like disrespectfully like he's disrespectful (laughs) to that like it was (laughs) okay so instead of moving on to the cons why don't we frame it this way if you were to fix this if you were to do this and do it right what would you how would you do it because i've got some ideas and i'm sure you have some ideas too um okay so we i'd have to i'd have to roll it back to the beginning of the right series. so how would you do roll. the entire like how would you set up the series because i mean i could start if you want to think about this some more because i i've got some ideas right on the tip of my i tongue. do i do have some ideas it's just i there's like a few like quite a few things that i would have to do to fix it right so well one would be make off, it make it match the lore right like why not obviously why break the lore it doesn't need to that's yeah that goes without saying the lore stuff i would fix it um i would slim down the amount of characters we have to Mm -hmm. um to if we're going with the same storyline assuming Mm -hmm. um because we kind of have to be stuck with four episodes like if we're stuck with four episodes only then you have to slim it down i think that this suffers from the same thing that we talked about uh, in the season two of the witcher like a year ago is that it needs more episodes in order to fully flesh out a story as complex as this right definitely does so imagine if you had seven imagine this was a 10 episode series you had seven episodes each one of those episodes details the origin and the, the trials of each of these characters and on the eighth episode they come together and then you have a conclusion no because then at least I you would, you understand why to care about the characters like you get you yeah, get a background I on would, each of them. i i would still give more episodes because it regardless of what you're doing here it needs more episodes four was just not enough for this um but i would uh want, keep it to the lore so we're not going to have a witcher and we're not going to have monsters we're not going to have right. to deal with anything these are just people versus people right. this is just elves fighting elves um for this stuff like this so i would trim down to uh the other uh and if we're going with more episodes i would trim it down to like fial and isla to start mm-hmm. and i would give them like two to three episodes just them just right. them building that relationship by, like up. by themselves like having mo- like building like the relationship that's there hinting towards the romance that you're thrusting us towards or that you just drop on us before <laughs> Thrust, but like thrusting have is a moments better, it's a better like, verb. uh yeah sorry um <laughs> and then like add in skiing on like episode four or like mm-hmm. show us in like episode like you know in three or or cut to like things about like like skiing it starts showing us her like honor like by herself and like you know maybe like moments of her like 
praying or like going out to those cairns and like lamenting the loss of her people yeah to like her people like you know how you talk her to ancestors her grave, her talking right to it stuff like that yeah get us into that and like drop little bits here and there talking about the clans like you know you know like mentioning how like ghost clan was like wiped out and so we like because you don't you don't have to give us full exposition on them but you and you don't have to tell us like a lot of stuff about them if you just drop a little like line like like you know fjall and isla talking about like you know like what kind of help we can we get for this kind of job and like mentioning like him being like you know maybe him not knowing and being like hey like ghost clan and then you know isla mm -hmm. being like no we can't because like they're wiped out they're gone and like there you go we now know and then we can see skiing um you could even have like a little exposition thing there where Fjall or Isla's talking about like, well, you know, there is this one person and as it's happening, we're seeing Skian and like it's if, bringing her up. Well, yeah, what if what if it was Skian's what if Skian hears about these two outlaws and it's her idea to reunite with the Lark because they have she realizes that like now's her time to get vengeance yeah. and it becomes and her being motivated rather than being pulled into it. Yeah. And then, of course, show us more moments with uh, Isla interacting with people. So we get the dynamic of like, of what is the Lark? Right. Why is the Lark important? Um, and then cut out the other characters. Just I like just all. to get rid of them. I don't yeah. like like you can mention Syndral, um, but just have him like be dead. Just have Central be a dead dude, like like Balor killed him or something. And on mm. the other side, just like give us, um, honestly, just give us Balor. Merwin was not important, honestly. Right. Like right. just get like Merwin was um like you could have had Merwin in it and like still had Fial be banished from Dogland because he was like screwing the princess. But then just have the princess die in that. And uh, Balor what if, takes over. What if Balor was? Charge. What if Balor was part of the like? We didn't need the whole like I'm lowborn. You hate me because I'm lowborn thing. Like what if he was just one of the siblings who was rivaling with each other over power, right? Yeah. And so the princess is his sister, and he just has her offed boom yeah. done just like yeah Simplified. just like you kill her and like you can have the wipeout stuff without the monster and just like he just like kills everyone um uh and then like we can get just balor and maybe even see more stuff where it's him like interacting with uh whatever like but i mean he, i guess so what would make sense here would be like they discover the the big pillars yeah. the big monoliths and then yeah. because he's a mage he taps into it but he's like communicated from another plane by some sort of terrible thing like mm -hmm. one of the big bagged monsters that we learn about in the witcher universe that comes from this other plane and that's what tempts him in order to do the terrible things and, and corrupts him and so over time due to that corruption he does terrible things and then they realize that they need to stop him <clears throat> and yeah. But still show like even then like you could still show us like give us a villain who's just not a bad like not just a bad guy like that's something that I feel like I'll like right in this case done in this case he often. was a curious uh, you know academic yeah. who gets who gets and basically gets corrupted, corrupted but and he's still got like that relationship we can still have the apprentice and have that relationship yeah. and also like yeah. still have the 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 you know that person like having that like you know representation Heck, of the deaf person in there and getting sure. more of it 
Um, and, and we don't but, even need the discovery of the maybe the monoliths are just part of the city. It's not like something they discovered that now they're using for a, a reason that it's not. Maybe it was it's always been part of the city that since they took it from the dwarves or whatever. But the conjunction of the spheres is slowly getting closer and getting closer and getting closer. And yeah. so now because those monoliths are big magical monuments, they start to hum and do things, which creates the curiosity. And as the spheres start to blend into each other, now portals start opening unexplained, not having anything to do with what he's doing necessarily and that's where the demonic influence comes and corrupts him and then now we've got this yeah now um, now the heroes what the heroes are trying to do is try to figure out a way to stop balor for being such a, a dummy and corrupting the world with terrible portals or whatever yeah, you know and, who knows? Have, and like you could even make it a more like even like in the sense of like uh or even just like he's losing it because it's like an apocalyptic story yeah. Like have like those things like those comments have them like they're heading towards them and like every like like getting to the point where like he's like seeing like this omen for like the end times even right, um, right. and like the things whispering in his head and he's just getting more and more paranoid and that's what's causing these things because right. he thinks that the end of days is here um kind of thing and like eventually at the very end like we you know find out because it is in typical witcher fashion to find out like your struggles don't really matter at the end of things right because right like, or the villain the that you think is the bad win. guy isn't actually the bad guy yeah that's another so, one like, that happens all the time you know they kill balor like at the very end of it and it's like this big like you know big conflict because he's you know at this point he's grown more powerful and more paranoid and crazy mm -hmm. and is just like like relentlessly against them and they have to like struggle because they're all just people. It's right. just Fjall right. and Isla and Skian and they're just regular people and they have to like outmaneuver and like beat the mage right. who is well the other know, thing the other powerful. the other misconception they can have is maybe the entire time they think it's balor who's opening portals and doing terrible things but the portals mm -hmm. are just opening because the conjunction is starting to happen and maybe that's why monsters start showing up maybe we get the mm -hmm. initial like influx <clears throat> of some monsters here and there and we get this impression of like what is he doing he's tapped into this dark magic he's the one causing it and then eventually we find out like no he's not the one causing it it's happening on its own there's nothing he can do and if anything he's the one who could stop it but it's too late because now they killed him oh god what are we going to do conjunction happens end of story and then yeah and then it's like because i mean that feels way more like that's the and other like, big thing with the, the story is it doesn't feel like a witcher story yeah and specifically i will say like just a specific thing that i would have maybe in like episode five um because like i'm gonna be honest like like fjall felt like the main character and, and honestly he didn't contribute a whole lot um it was just kind of mm -hmm. like whatever um right. and i think it would have been a cool like detail of like you know having like uh having it come down to the two women versus balor um yeah like it had been cool show off more badass women that's what we want um but basically and in order to have a monster fight in the series because like you have to right even though the sure. monsters are here sure but you have a portal open up how it did before with the the skill and they fight it like have all three of them actually like have to fight a monster and they're like obviously the odds are against them and it's a very hard gritty like drawn out fight mm -hmm. and fial dies during it right and isla connects you know that like you know these portals are opening it's balor's fault this thing got in here and killed fial because of balor 
and like the vengeance becomes like like in, in by this point obviously like they've developed the romance enough to where it's mm-hmm. not like just slammed in your face right and like she actually right. like or don't even have a romance at this point never mind screw the romance just have them like grow really close together as friends right like bond, bond over either. fighting together right yeah why like, aren't they just them- battle buddies yeah yeah and they like, save they, each other's butts a few times and now it's like well i owe you my life and the other one's like well i owe you my life too never found yeah. somebody who you know like i can connect with yeah. as much in battle and, okay great and awesome. she goes on like you know they go on like the you know the like to kill him um to kill mm-hmm. balor you know for fial and it's just the two of them so they can sneak into the city and infiltrate the castle because honestly that's just a better plan in the first place <laughs> right, um right. because like you know if you just got two people it's easy to sneak around rather than having a whole bunch of people yeah. and they you know they make it up there and they they're able to just like one-on-one him and it's like you know to honor fial like they go into this to honor fial and they get him or they kill balor but it doesn't matter but it doesn't help and it, it doesn't you help, know we see right. the conjunction like the conjunction happens right and it's just kind of like if oh, if fuck. we're left at the end of this with the conjunction happens and then monsters well no no that or the people are now suffering because monsters are everywhere and some sort of like moment where they look at each other at the end and they're like dear fuck. god we like we uh, yeah they could just say fuck <laughs> right and they right. can relate it back to but, the but to be, because but but the, the, we series. but we as the viewers know oh that's the, the the whole lesson of this is this is what happened this is what the conjunction was like and now there's all these monsters this is why witchers are necessary boom that's it that's all you need like mm-hmm. instead they're trying to plant they're trying to explain the elder blood they're trying to explain who eridan is they're trying to explain who um wimpy mage dude who isn't actually wimpy mage dude is um what's his name uh i'm so bad with names avalok avalok <laughs> um uh, like where did laura doran come them. from they're not in this they don't need I've to be in it. here at all they're not supposed to be right here. <laughs> don't like just leave all that just write a good story that is basically the tale of when the conjunction happened and why there's so many monsters in the world and how even to their best best attempt they couldn't stop it because it wasn't the it wasn't the effects of just one madman. It was it was something beyond that, right? Like this is the nature of the universe, and it is terrible and hard. In fact, that's what they've been trying to put forth. Like that's why this elven society, which is supposed to be the golden age of elven society, is a bunch of people living in the gutters and you know making fart jokes. Like, right? Like, like that's they're trying to say like this is a rough this is a rough world, and yet, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, um, yeah, it's just like with that like if you bait if you like cut it down to like like just it being isla fial skiing on the one side and just balor on the other mm-hmm. like you have yeah we didn't time. need the like, D campaign version of this yeah you right. have the uh, like the time to like highlight like all of these people and like develop these characters if you like extend over to like this could be like a seven seven to eight episodes series like here yeah. and like just take the time to you know develop these characters rather than having them and you could have the other ones in there and just have them be like people that they come across as like a one sure. hit in a right. show like they come across brother death at one point like during like episode three 
and like they have like a cool like exchange or right. something he, something he does helps them along their way and then that's and then it, it passes on right. or like one of them gets injured and like they meet zakara and and like yeah. you know she helps heal like like the, after the bank fight you could have kept the bank fight right. zakara helps heal skin and then they move on and like we've right. seen zakara and and maybe and it could be one of those things where like they meet these people along the way those people somehow learn what their agenda is and then in the end they show up at the end somehow to help out like it, like and that sounds cheesy but it would still be better than, than what we got to try to drag all of them along for right. three episodes because they all show up in episode two mm -hmm. and then you're now stuck with these seven characters on one side and what four major characters on the bad side yeah it's merwin avalok Aridin, and balor they're all trying to flesh out on the bad side of things yeah and now you just have like yeah. it's 11 characters that you're trying to make us all care about plus you keep adding random ass like like the fucking mercenary captain dude right, right. one dude never even drew his sword the entire time yep. he was just telling people what to do and talking about his enormous balls and the monster's asshole this only, he was like, supposed I, to be comedic he was wandering around the right. castle he was supposed to be like a comedic no reason addition but it just wasn't it just didn't, didn't work the jokes did yeah. not like it was just like oh okay yeah like aren't cool, you supposed dude? to be doing something you're like you're, here your soldiers are out there dying in the street you know and you're here looting the castle like Mm -hmm. why are they following you i would have i would have <laughs> mutinied against you so long ago if this is the kind of person yeah. you are yeah well i think we've uh dug the grave pretty deep so yeah um yeah, i i like <sighs> yeah my like, like we said before we're not we're not here to like shit on these things we're like we genuinely they wish that this had been better. Like, I, I yeah. really, we, we both, like, then that was my point of, like, how would you fix this? Like, I, I think that the there's a version there's of so this many, that could have worked. Yeah, it's just, like, for the version that they gave us is so egregiously wrong yeah. that, like, there's just so many things we'd have to change. Here's my, like, here's my final analogy, and it's another Marvel <laughs> one. We've got, like, the Hulk stuff. We've got the, you know, whatever else we've mentioned so far. You know what I this feels like? Isla screaming. That was the most yeah. cringe scene in the entire show. Like the the scream didn't <laughs> even feel real. Like right. it was it was one awkward and out of place, but two, it's just like why? Like why are you screaming? Yeah. Well, here's my here's my best analogy. Do you remember the movie uh, X Men Origins Wolverine? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you remember how they t they totally did Deadpool wrong on that? And at the end, he was this like weird combination of all these powers. That's what this felt like. If like in that movie, they could have done, they could have just stuck to the comic books and just done a cool badass Wolverine movie and have Deadpool in it and some other some other cool Marvel characters. I'm gonna be right. I'm gonna be straight honest. Um, that that Deadpool with how like atrocious it was mm -hmm. was like that's what this like witcher feels like well that was like blockbuster cinema compared to this <laughs> but that's what that's opinion. what this felt like was was yeah. like all right well now we you know, he's a witcher but he's like it's not perfect and so his face looks like he's already taken the extra potions even though he hasn't and now all of a sudden he's the hulk and like and it's like did you you didn't need to do any of that you didn't need to do any of that like why why like oh this is gonna play real well for the audience it didn't it it just looked really bad 
and just felt dumb. So let's not do that. How about, right? Why don't we just stick with maybe if you're going to have witchers in there, maybe, maybe the witcher mutagen worked. How about that? How about he was just like, oh, now I'm actually this worked out. I'm doing really awesome. We would have felt a lot about, a lot better about that. And then maybe he gets killed by the monster at the end. Maybe they kill each other. And yeah, like, that would have been better anyway. So that's that's my last words on that. We need to wrap up the episode. I'm sure people have heard us complain enough. <laughs> and, uh, let us know your thoughts. Join us on the discord. Um, well, <laughs> share what you think. I hope season three is better than this, but I think it might be too late for them to learn lessons from this in order to I, fix that season. I think it'll be I think it'll genuinely be better than this. Like, no offense um to the cast they like with what they were given i think they all did a really good job yes they're like their performances were like most of them were really good there was the, obviously like moments or whatever but like like even for characters that they really like that like the emotion came out and like you know those small moments that they got i think they did uh, a really good job but i think like season three having henry cavill will just like will still because they'll have to have like relented at some points and he will, he will give, you think he will of course corrected it a little bit at least while he was still there. Yeah. I, Maybe. and I think that we'll get uh, at least a somewhat better storyline and it like him, his Geralt will really like still shine. Like, like, I hope so. I hope so. I well. because think, we, we, I think we're going to get these is, weird, like wedged in moments where they're like, the yeah, audience and, will like this. Yeah. The other thing is, is just that like, uh, it we're already like super attached to the character that is Geralt's and like, mm-hmm. a lot, like a bunch of people will probably atta- like really attached to like Yennefer and Siri as well. And sure. like having that core of three, like of characters that we already know about, we're already attached to. Doesn't that make it more dangerous? Through, if that, yes, if but like, will <laughs> it'll make it better because like we actually get the thing is, is that we also didn't care about the characters in this. Like they didn't give true, us true. like they gave us a bunch of random characters true. and didn't develop them enough for us to care about them. So it's kind of like it doesn't like it doesn't get to us. Like at least with Garifle, Geralt, Yennefer, and Siri, like we we already have grown attached to them, and so it'll like. At least their characters will make the season three better. I hope you're right. We'll see how it goes. I hope you're right. Because in my mind, that makes me go, (laughs) but what if they put Siri in this stupid situation that doesn't, or Yennefer in a stupid situation that really doesn't work? And then it's like, oh God, why did you do that? I guarantee it'll be better because um, there's no way that um, they'll have Geralt hulking out. They might. We can at least rely. They They might. I. They might. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I don't know. I'm gonna sue Netflix. <laughs> I wouldn't put it at this point. I wouldn't put it past them. They might. They, I don't think there are clearly I things think, they're doing that are like they think are gonna play for the audience and they just don't. They just don't land. Uh, I. Yeah. I think we'll get something, but I, okay. I think that well, it'll be at least a little. Bit. We're just gonna have to wait and see. So we'll see. We'll see. We'll see who. Uh, You'll hear I about hope, us. I hope it's awesome. I'm just. Yeah. I'm my my hope meter is lowering yeah. over time yeah um anyway come back come back in july or well, <laughs> actually, back and- you'll you'll we'll be talking about it once it comes out um mm-hmm. and you'll be able to tell um yeah our feelings about it because i <laughs> mean we can't hold them in obviously you know me <laughs> <laughs> you, you can get anything from this uh this past two episodes you know that i'm not going to be nice about it if it doesn't deserve it <laughs> there so. you go Tosi, uh what else are you doing what else what else you want people to check out uh 
follow us with your look at us on Twitter. Um, and, uh, if you're a fan of cyberpunk, I do the cyberpunk lore cast with Genesis. Um, and, uh, I also do the cyberpunk red actual play podcast, cyberpunk, cyberpunk apostrophe D. <clears throat> yeah. Go check those out on whatever podcatcher you're listening to this on. You can listen to those as well and, uh, check out all the different shows. Those shows are also at robotsradio.net along with my other shows, all the other lore casts that I do. So if you're into any of that stuff and you're looking for more content, that's a great place to do it. Uh, otherwise that's it. Like, hope you guys enjoyed the episode share your thoughts with us we'd love to hear you and until next time stay safe on the path we'll see you guys later bye everybody thanks for tuning in to the witcher Lorecast. we'd love to hear about your experiences with the games and the books and the tv series and all your thoughts on everything please check out the robots radio discord and follow us on twitter at witcher Lorecast. You've been listening to a Robots Radio Podcast. Smart shows for interesting people. Check out all the shows at robotsradio.net.